Hello and welcome to Health. Let's chill out and get real. My name is Lara Jezef and I will be your host. Hello, my name is Lara Jezef. Welcome to my podcast and I am posting every day for the next 365 days. Uh, excuse me if I'm out of breath because someone, my special guest today, my first guest <laughs> on my podcast, decided to make me walk miles and I'm pregnant. Normally I'm okay. I'm very sorry about that. I mean, I've, I've got a bit of a, uh, I guess I'm, I'm doing it every day. So that's, <laughs> unfortunately, I'm up those stairs every single day. But the secret is there actually is a lift there as well, Fuck which up. you can use. <laughs> but shh. Yeah, you just decided you, to make You can't take the lift to a gym. The, the fat pregnant woman. Yeah, I know. But I see that so often. Don't it, you see people driving to the gym oh, to then work out and then they drive home? Yeah. It's, it's weird. I think they think, well... You, you, you scan your key, that's all I need to do. Yeah. But I think it's a little bit more than that. I mean, we know, we know what they're doing when they're up here. I mean, <laughs> Nothing. But I think the stairs are a start. Yeah, yeah up the that's stairs, true. That's, that's good. Anyway, let me talk, tell you today who my special guest is. My first one on the podcast. Hey. And we're going to be talking about fitness and squashing a few myths. And yeah. I'm going to ask him some random questions just to get him thinking. Um, his name's Ryan and he works at Anytime Fitness. In Glenelg, which is where I'm living at the moment, in Adelaide. 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 We were talking about that just a second ago. <laughs> what? What? Because you're like you're from New South Wales. New South Wales, and I think they call it New South Welshman in New South <laughs> Wales. It's just not doesn't have the same ring to it. So Adelaide, yeah. Adelaidean. And when are you allowed to be called an Adelaidean? I said about ten years. I think there's. I think ten's ten's a good milestone. I think <laughs> then you're officially local. A local. a local. I wonder when I am, because if I don't lose my accent after 10 years, does that still mean I could be an Adelaidean, or am I still Ooh, British? I think you'll always a be a Pom. Yeah. Perhaps. My mum, she's from England. Is she? I didn't... Does yeah. she have an accent? She I does. Said, yeah. Oh, okay. I think, side by side, you're, one's very much English, one's yeah. English-Australian, but uh, yeah, she came out here many years ago, mm. when she was 14. Um... And still has the accent. So it doesn't quite leave you. Doesn't quite leave you. And I've heard Adelaide in general is a bit more English than other states. Oh, okay. I think there's yeah. always a little bit of a hint. I have heard, because I've travelled a bit of Australia now, and I have, it's been quite twangy yeah. in some places. You know, like Alf Stewart. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Struth, mate. Struth. If you go up to New South Wales, like where I'm from, yeah. it's about an hour and a half south of Sydney, the accent there was a bit more Australian. But then if you go further up into like northern Queensland, rural outback, it's even really prominent. Like it's just, yeah, you almost need like a subtitles. <laughs> I don't know if you can have subtitles. Well, I'm learning life. a few phrases here already. Yeah. Like, yeah, nah, yeah, means yeah, no. Nah, nah, means yeah, nah, nah, yeah, yeah, means yeah. yes. Yeah. I'm like, why can't you just say yes or no? I don't know. You should have the, the Australian version of a magic eight ball. Yeah. You shake <laughs> yeah. it and it's like, what do you mean? Yeah, nah. Yeah, yeah nah, nah. Yeah. Yeah, nah. nah. <laughs> also, I had to learn what pull up, how'd you pull up meant. Because someone yeah. asked me that the day after, I think someone was training. Mm. It's like, how'd you pull up? It's like, I didn't I do did any pull I drive here today, I actually walked here upstairs. Well, well, I, th I thought they were talking about pull ups. Yeah. I was like, I haven't done any. What do you mean? Uh, yeah. It's weird, like... Uh, when I hear that, it's just so like natural as a statement because you hear it all the time. Oh, um, okay. But like pulling up, I guess it just means yeah. How did you? How did you actually feel after you work? Yeah. Or how do you? We like to really condense things. Yes. 
it's like sunnies. Sorry, I don't want to say lazy language. It's just it's, yeah, it's, it's lazy. easy <laughs> laid back language. Chilled yeah, language. if we can just a bit more relaxed. How'd you pull up? Yeah, yeah. I'm sore. I had a session yesterday, so I am. How did yeah. I pull up? I um, I'm sore, very sore yeah. all over right now. Oh dear. Yeah. But so you're you're a gym manager now, actually, aren't you? But you're yeah. a qualified PT as well. Yep. Um, yeah, originally originally started off um, in a completely different industry, funny yeah, enough. Yeah. So I was in advertising and graphic design. That was my that's what I studied. That yeah. was always my passion. It yeah. still is. But uh, I found myself gymming. Um, this is a few years ago, like as you do, you sort of in your late teens, you start getting interested in like gymming a bit you more. You say a few years ago, but that's a few teens, years ago. Like, many years ago. Now, like fifties. Five, six oh, I'm 80, 88. 80, no. <laughs> Our oldest member is 91, nice. actually, at the gym. Nice. He's been gymming a lot longer than me. But um, no, I around the time I started gymming, I really found interest for health and fitness. And I think a lot of people, they do the same and they want to help other people then. They yeah. see they achieve results themselves. Yeah. Um, and it'd be you know, great to help someone else achieve results as yeah. well. So I... I went on that path um, and I did my personal training course and coincidentally, at the same time, uh, an opportunity came up to work here where I'm at now okay. uh, and five years later, yeah, Gym here manager. I am. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, that's, uh, that's been me in a, so in a nutshell. what was the reason you changed your PT to gym manager? Uh, well, yeah, because I didn't actually apply for the PT role here, okay. funny enough. I applied for... Um, as a membership consultant role, okay. so it was more more just behind the desk. Yeah. Um, it was a new gym, yeah. so it had just been around for about a month or two when okay. I came on board. Yeah. So um, it was Keith and Pirani, the owners. It was basically them running and, and being in the business. So yeah. ideally, they wanted to step back a little bit and have yeah. someone else help out. So that was me early days, and then it just grew from there. Okay. So the, the more I was there, the less they were, yeah. and then I just transitioned to manager about a year later did you just yeah. get sick of the hours because pt yeah. hours are like first thing in the morning and last thing at night and then honestly like some people love it um and i've seen you know that the pts that are doing really well are the people that don't mind that lifestyle and yeah. it can certainly work for a lot of people that yeah. those hours don't deal or didn't necessarily work for me yeah i've done the pt thing um definitely enjoyable but i found myself spending a lot of time in the gym already doing what I was doing, so any additional hours were, it was just a bit of a stretch, yeah. and I wasn't able to give my full, um, I guess, like, passion for it, if I was spending even more hours here, because, you know, when, you, when you're personal training, you want to be able to give your clients 100%, you Exactly, know? you have to be on it. Like, you have to be on it, really? because often, they aren't, so yes. you have to make up for that, yeah. and some, to yeah. get them up to, up to pass, so that, if I wasn't able to do that, I thought, well, it's not fair to anyone that I'm training, so okay. I'll... I'll take a step back from that, focus on what I'm doing, yeah. and uh, and yeah, let, oh, let the PTs sense. that we have here, they, they do an awesome job, and, yeah. they, and they do their thing. Yeah. yeah. So, we're talking about, like, squashing some myths, because mm. I like that. I like the controversial Love stuff. Love that, yeah. So, yep. even as we walked into the gym today, mm. we just got this waft of B.O., and it I think you were walking <laughs> in front of me, Lara. Oh, <laughs> sorry, maybe it was the pregnant lady. <laughs> Up the stairs. Yeah. No, I... Um, yeah, Quick, Febreze. I, I, look, sometimes you need to run around with a, a bottle of Glade, just spraying it around, but some people, it just doesn't come naturally. Just no. the, 
What are your pet peeves? Pet peeves? <laughs> around working in the gym. Within what do the you gym? see? Look, pet peeves, I think, would be... Uh, I like to think, overall, people are pretty good. But pet peeves, I see people not using towels. Yeah. I think that's... Why can they peeve. sweat on the bench? Yeah. I love just going up to a bench and just lying in someone else's sweat. Yeah. Oh, it's a treat. Yeah. It's something you look forward to. Yeah. Um, you finish your day and you walk, walk into the gym. And you have two different smells on you. And you're like, mmm. Mmm. <laughs> That's good. Why did I even apply my own It catches a little bit in your mouth. Mmm. Oh. <laughs> no, I... Sometimes the intention's there so much that they've actually bought the towel and they've <laughs> put it on the ground... Beside the bench. Oh, lovely. And it's like, well, that's that's not the point. Yeah. You actually got to put it on the bench and then and then use that. So, I think I think the message is, you know, if you're going to bring a towel, you have to, you know, at least it. lay it on the bench Use or it. have that as a point of contact between you and what you're, yeah. you know, using. So it's just hygienic. Yeah. Um, the other thing, the other big thing would be uh, those that drop the weights or don't leave their or don't put their weights away oh yeah that's one of mine I so I, I think look again it's not something that everyone does but you only have to have one person do it yeah and it just makes an unpleasant experience so i think it's just the people that like to make their presence known so it's like okay. lifting up a lifting up a big weight and dropping it from as high above yeah. their head as possible yeah. Yeah. i don't know if that's a i haven't seen it in a training program no, I no, think, I, I think don't think it is a thing. There must to be do. one out there. Or maybe your heart rate comes up more if you maybe, do it from maybe I, as high as possible. Must your high intensity interval training? Maybe just interpreting it wrong. They'll get to another stage where they'll climb up on a table or a chair yeah. and then throw it and jump. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, oh, people do some odd things. I think it's <laughs> uh, we've got fortunately we've got some um, some flooring that sort of dampens the sound. Yeah. Um, but if people are lifting it incorrectly or they're dropping it, yeah. especially when you move up to like the, the big weights, like the 50, 60 kilo yeah. um, dumbbells or, you know, people using the deadlift platform but using the wrong plates because you've got, you know, pen laid plates which are a bit more suitable for Olympic lifting. Mm -hmm. Or then you've got regular plates which aren't. So if you use one over the other, then it's going to make a really bad noise. Yeah. But, um, there's a couple of pet hates, I think. Yeah. Um, what about you as a PT? Yeah. Like, what did you find annoying, a regular occurrence? Ooh. Or people keep bringing this up. Like, for example, mm. I still get lots of people coming to me, like, I'm trying to lose weight, mm. let's do some cardio. Mm. Yeah, I think it's the quashing, like, what people have, uh, they think might be no. right because of what they've learned. Yes. And it's overcoming knowledge that they might have already acquired, whether yeah. it's been online or from a friend, yeah. a friend's friend, yeah. who was a personal trainer once. Yeah. So people often come in with um, an opinion of how they should be trained um, rather than, you know, everyone's body's different, everyone's goals are different. Exactly. Um, but why hire a PT if you yeah, don't know how to train yourself? Exactly. So I think it's overcoming words like, I want to tone up. I want to oh lose God. weight. I want to get toned. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like, there's actually so much more to it, you know, because when someone says they want to tone up, um, they often mean, you know, I want to build some strength. I yeah. want to uh, be able to lift, you know, the shopping out of the car. But you I can't say to... that to a woman though, because they'll think automatically they'll turn into Arnold Schwarzenegger. I know. I know. <laughs> there's this misconception that if I lift weights, yeah. I'm going to get massive. Yeah. It's going to happen overnight. Yeah. Um, I think the, the truth is uh, that, 
to actually get big from lifting weights, um, this is for guys and girls, you yeah. actually have to put in a lot of work. You have to lift a specific yeah. way. Um, and obviously that coincides with a, a, a good diet. Yeah. It's quite a process. But, but it's hard enough for guys to get massive yes. with their testosterone, let alone women. Yes, absolutely. So, yep, yep. And I think I think the, the tone up, it can be a real blanket for a lot of different things. Yeah. So it's really trying to find out because often people don't know themselves, mm -hmm. yeah, what do I want to achieve? Yeah. So it's trying to find out, um, getting around that word. Yeah. I don't like the word toning up. No. So I think it's finding out specifically what they want to do. Is it that you want to uh, make up the stairs without getting out of breath? Is it that you want to uh, run the city to bay in you know a, a personal best or yeah. for the first time? Is it that you want to um, be able to you know have a have good core strength? Yeah. You know to be able to carry things. I no, prefer it's... that actually because a lot of people say, they come in and say mm. I want to lose weight or I want to look less mm. wobbly or whatever mm. but turning it around to be the positive what mm. do you want instead of this mm. is actually a better focus for I people? think so, yep, look 9 times out of 10 um, people will come in and say I want to do this yeah. but specifically what, you know, what? what is it that you actually want to achieve, so if it's like I want to turn up, I want to lose weight, well why? And, yeah. and how are you going to get there? So we really like to look at, oh, I really like to look at specifics, mm. you know. And that's that's as simple as just having a conversation with someone, an open conversation, um, and not necessarily jumping in, oh, they want to lose weight, they want to tone up, let's do this. Really get to know that person, what they want to do. Yeah. Because everyone's different. Definitely. Um, the other thing is, you know, everyone's availability is yeah. different. Yeah. Um, you know, how much they can actually work out. Being realistic yeah. as well. Yeah. We've got full-time jobs. Um, sometimes people are with kids. They've got the family to look after, whatever. Um, so you've got to be realistic yeah. and, and form a, a program around what someone can do. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. And just not scare them off when not you scare say, them off. sorry, we're going to lift weights. But this is the reason why we're going to lift weights. that's probably, touching on pet hates, that can be another one, is yeah. um, if people have had a bad experience in the past with a trainer, Yeah overcoming uh, that experience they've had because they've often think then all PTs can be bad yeah. or, or gyms are bad. Yeah. So overcoming someone's, you know, prior fears that they've had yeah. or they might have, you know, get a lot, you know, people have been absolutely smashed by a personal trainer like yeah. to the point where they've been sore for days or yeah. injured even. I thought um, that was the goal. Mm. Well, that's <laughs> it. So often if someone's goals aren't listened to enough, um, look, anyone can make someone... Uh, feel sore after a workout, yeah. you know, it, and that's not rocket science, no. but if it's not, again, specific, yeah. um, and you don't know why you feel that way, and what you're doing those yeah. exercises for, then you have to question, like, what, what is it really? But also, it, I didn't realise how many people didn't like, they were upset or scared that they were sore mm. the next day, I mm. actually had to speak to some of my clients, and mm. just put together a little document to say, it's okay to feel sore. You're mm. trying something new. You're mm -hmm. always getting used to something. I didn't realise that yeah. people weren't aware that they would feel sore after yeah. trying something new. It's a very common like follow-up question. Like, oh, I'm supposed to be feeling this way. And like the answer is like, yes and no. I mean, I guess yeah. there's some there's good and bad pain. Mm. I mean, we always say like, well, you don't want to experience certain types of pain because that could be, you know, an injury. But a lot of the time, if you've done an exercise that you haven't done before it's safely and correctly, yeah. it can be muscle pain, mm. you know, it's the muscle recovering. Yeah. Everyone's heard the term DOMS, which yeah. stands for delayed onset muscle soreness. Yeah. It's often that you've done something differently yeah. and it's your muscles recovering. Yeah. They 
got slight tears in them. Yeah. Which is a natural but process. But that's okay. Yeah. And that process of recovering is then or getting bigger or stronger, adapting yeah. to the exercise. And that's why we often change things. So yeah. we're forever keeping the muscles guessing. Yeah. Um, but that's why it's so important if you are starting out to do these type of exercises with someone yeah. that knows what they're doing mm. so they can you know, look at what you're doing safely. Yeah. yeah. That's why I wanted this podcast to happen because mm. a lot, like personal trainers, mm. they do have a bad reputation. Yeah. Autumn, when I go out for networking events and I tell people, if I say, if I've got my personal training hat on, I say, oh yeah, I'm a personal trainer at such and such gym. Yeah. They glaze over or they change how they look in their face. So yep. I know that they're standing back a bit. Mm. But if I say health coach, mm -hmm. then they're interested. Someone else taking so, it seriously, yeah, perhaps? Because yeah, because in London, yep. there were some personal trainers in this one particular gym I won't mention. Mm -hmm. They were horrendous. Right. Like yep. This one guy would lie down next to his client oh, wow. on his phone. Wow. Just, you know, couldn't be asked. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's surprising. And that, and that gives it a bad name. And unfortunately, you hear it quite a lot. Mm. Um, because the part of the truth is it's, it's relatively uh, easy to get your qualifications as yeah. a trainer. Like qualifications. Yeah, definitely. Because um, there's a multitude of courses out there offering the same certificates. Yep. Um, so what you end up with is a lot of people with these certificates. But um, the level of experience might not be great yeah um truthfully though to be a good personal trainer it's actually not easy you no. know so personal trainer like there's some amazing personal trainers i like to think there are a lot of per Thank personal you. trainers You're so sweet. slash health coaches <laughs> um but yeah i, I guess it, it is a real shame if someone has a bad experience again yeah. and, and, and and thinks that that's what the industry is like because yeah. the reality is it's not yeah um a lot of the people that are working in the industry and from my experience you know have been have been good um, what would you tell someone if they were looking to mm. get a personal trainer but they were nervous, they didn't know what to look for mm -hmm. and they weren't sure how to even go about it? I think like the, the really important thing when I guess sourcing a personal trainer is to try and find someone that you would click with, that you would feel comfortable with. Yeah. Um, it can be a personality thing as yeah. well because mm -hmm. personal training, I mean the word personal, health and fitness is... For a lot of people, um, delving into a lot of insecurities. Definitely. Um, so you want to have someone that uh, is able to understand them, and you don't feel judged because mm -hmm. you know it's confidential. They're yeah. not going to share this information with the world. Yeah. Um, it's someone that you feel can be aligned with your health and fitness goals. Mm -hmm. So now we're living in a time where you know everyone's online, you know Facebook and Instagram. So you can fortunately seek someone out and have a look. The sort of training they do, yeah. if it suits them, um, it may have been a recommendation from a friend, but again, that friend mm. may have had different health and fitness goals to yeah. use. So mm. you want to just check and look on their page, you know. And it doesn't hurt. Like most personal trainers will take the time of day to meet with you and have a have a chat. Exactly. First. You could. I like that. You could just go for a coffee with them, and there's no like. That's you don't what have I found to them is really good. Yeah. yeah. Often, like what we try to do here is. Um, the first point of contact will be a chat, mm. and it's often over a coffee, yeah. or it might be at the gym, mm. but it's somewhere that we can, you know, like have a bit of a private conversation to understand, you know, what you want to get yeah. out of it. So, because if that's not done, um, your first experience might be 
throwing you in the deep end at yeah. the gym and starting a workout where you might have so many more questions. Definitely. Um, Plus the machinery is scary looking. The machinery, like, like to a lot of people, <laughs> like to you and I, um, I mean, we've been in the industry, so yep. for us working out, it's not daunting, but to when we first started, it yeah. was. Um, like for me, definitely. definitely. I, they look like torture machines. You have no idea where to put yeah. your head or your feet. And everyone thinks that they're going to end up on... Facebook as a meme I or know, something if they so if they use it incorrectly, but it, they are hilarious. But at the end of the day, won't. like again, like it's so important. That's why the first point of contact should be to to talk to someone about your health and fitness goals. Yeah. So by the time you get out there, you're able to focus on what's actually going to be relevant to yeah. you, mm-hmm. and and hopefully that they'll be able to show you how to use these yeah. machines as well. That should be part of the first session. It's mm-hmm. just learning the basics, Definitely. going through things, so you get. Getting, you know, not thrown in the deep end. No. Um, and then you can, you know, use things correctly and safely. Um, exactly. I think that's really important. Yeah. I really think people need personal trainers in their lives. Not forever, maybe, if they don't want it. No. But if they have just to learn how to use machinery, learn how to move with weights, Absolutely. learn how to use their body. Yep. So yep. they don't get injured. And they don't yep. just... A lot right. of women just live on the cross-trainer and the treadmill because yeah. they're, they're nervous yep. about using yep. machinery or they yep. don't want to look like they're doing something wrong. Yep, absolutely. So, so we find, um, yep, I mean, both guys and girls, but definitely there's always uh, people that will come in and use a certain type of machinery. It could be like the treadmill, the cross-trainer, and we're like, it is a shame because actually the, the gym has so much more to offer. Yeah. Um, and again, back to the whole toning or I want to uh, <laughs> build muscle, whatever. Yeah. Um, there's so much more specific exercises we can be doing. And once you do them, it's actually much more enjoyable because yeah. we find the people that are utilising a lot more of the gym, whether it's, you know, classes, um, weights, uh, you know, the machines, etc., they're getting a lot more out of their yeah. training in general. So they're going to get better results and they're going to enjoy what they do. Yeah. So, and that's, again, having that initial conversation and regular points of contact yeah. as their goals change. Yeah, definitely. Because... Yeah, look, initially, you're going you're gonna to find that once you've learned the basics, it's not going to take long, yeah. but you're going to want to progress. And mm-hmm. once you learn those, then you're going to want to progress again. Yeah. And your goals will change Definitely. as your, yeah, your program will change, your availability things might not come up in your life to change as well. Yeah. One of the big things that we find happens is uh, someone may join at a quieter time in their life. Mm. Um, they might join the gym when in a school holidays or like work holidays, whatever. Mm. Um, and what they find is they'll be gymming five times a week. Yeah. Amazing. Um, for the first couple of weeks and then work goes back or uni goes back yeah. and all of a sudden they can't gym anymore. Yeah. Um, and then they're not meeting their expectations and then it just falls apart. So I think it's, the big thing is having a bit of a goal in mind and yeah. being realistic with your expectations yeah. um, and managing your time. Yes. You know, I'm finding, I'm, I'm trying to help people understand that exercise is not just to change your body, it's to change your mental state as well, and you'll notice that Absolutely. if you haven't trained, then you'll feel a bit low, a bit flat, a mm-hmm, bit low mm-hmm. in energy, like not sleeping that well, Yeah. but it's helping people understand that just because your life has changed. Yeah. G'day, I'm back. Um, someone actually phoned me and managed to cut off the podcast, so sorry. Um, you missed all it wasn't useful me. talk. Yeah, it was Ryan. <laughs> Ryan was like, Heh-heh. Gotcha. <laughs> anyway, we were talking about how exercise isn't just about how you look, uh, it's about a mental state and how Absolutely. you feel happy yes. after exercising and yes. you've got better sleep, better energy. 
and it's helping people understand that mm-hmm. so that they don't just recognise, I haven't lost weight yet, mm. it's, you might be benefiting in other ways as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, look, i big believer in health and fitness uh, being the whole package. Um, I, I know that a lot of people do want to do it to look good, mm-hmm. and then that's, there's, that's okay there's nothing as wrong well, with that yeah. at all. Um, it's great to aim for you know, self-improvement, however that is for you. Um, but what you don't want um, is to just focus on that. Um, it should be also about you know, how it makes you feel mentally, and without even realising sometimes, people that have started a, a fitness program or just started the gym or just got back into it, they're also performing better in day to day activities. They're they're sleeping better. Yeah. Um, it feels funny. Like I, a lot of people, uh, it seems like catch twenty two. You know, they often have busy busy lifestyles, um, and they don't have time to gym. Or say they, they don't, don't have, have time, time yeah. to gym. Um, but and and then by the time they finish work, they are too tired, mm. or you know they don't. You know, I would say well, come before work, but often. If you do gym, your energy levels will increase. Yes. So I think the less activity or less exercise you're doing is, is going to work the other way. I think you're actually going to feel more tired. Mm. It's just like having more coffee, I think. You know, if that's people will often prop themselves up yeah. instead of going to the gym, they'll have you know an extra cup of coffee or two, and that might be great, might feel great at the time, but then you'll rely on having more caffeine, and then you're just going to get more tired and tired. So it's great for the busy person to actually try and incorporate some sort of fitness. Yeah. It doesn't have to be every day. Just make it a, a, an hour or half an hour, a um, couple of times a week to start with for yourself. Yeah. Away from the dog, the kids, the work. Um, take that time out and you'll feel overall better, not just because you've taken that time for yourself, but um, that you've actually got something out of it physically as well. You're able to take that time and work on your own. Yeah. Personal health is so important. That's the thing as yeah. well. I, I notice a lot of my female clients in particular, Yes feel like it should just be an all or nothing and then yes they they feel selfish for mm-hmm. having that time on themselves rather yeah, than yeah I've, I've heard that as well i know I, I, I don't get the selfishness i mm. think it's it's not selfish to to take that time for yourself i think um if anything like you deserve it you deserve that time um for yourself um because i think taking that time for yourself will enable you to perform in every other activity in your life mm-hmm. better. And you can look at, like, particularly mums. I mean, I've got a few who are like that. And, okay, yep. And they, they believe that if they're in a gym yep. and not with their kids or not putting their kids first, yep. then they're <clears throat> selfish. And But if they're healthy and happier, then they're able to give more back to their kids absolutely, and their family absolutely. and Absolutely, And I think, look, at the very least, I think if, um, if it is literally impossible to get away from kids and the family well try and incorporate fitness and and, and a healthy lifestyle in with that mm-hmm. so whether that's um you know it could be going to, going for a walk with the family taking the dog out it doesn't have to be at the gym you know it absolutely doesn't have to be at the gym it, as long as it's doing something and i think the big thing is doing something you enjoy and is actually doable because again like it's about setting realistic expectations here like if it's about you travelling two hours to your friend's gym, the other side of the world, <laughs> um, you know, not gonna it's happen. not going to happen. Yeah. It might a couple of times, mm. but over time it's not going to yeah. happen. So you need to make realistic goals and expectations so it's got to be easy to get to at a time of day that's 
achievable at least a couple of times a week for you and, and your family. Perhaps. And something that you enjoy. I like that. And something that you enjoy. So many people yeah. think that the only way to exercise is to go to a gym. Yeah, and sweat and, and yeah. feel sore the next day. Exactly, no. But no, it's, <laughs> it's, it should be doing something that you actually enjoy. Um, and for some people, they don't know that. They don't know what they enjoy yet. Um, so I think I would, I would say to them, well, first focus on what do you want to achieve, you know, with your health and fitness. Um, and try to, like, th there's different ways to do, you know, different things. So, like, if you want to lose weight um, or if you want to build strength, there's not one size, it's not one, it, it's not one fitness thing for everyone. It, there's... Uh, so many different activities you could take yeah, part in. It could yeah. be yoga. Yes. Um, that's great for strength, great for relaxation. So Ryan experienced my yoga I classes did. for it, a little while. Absolutely. Yeah. That was very helpful. <laughs> um, different for me, but absolutely enjoyable. Um, it could be running. Um, some people love running. Mm. Personally, I don't. Um, but some people find that's great. That's running. their zone out yeah. time. They plug the music <laughs> in and go for a 5K run. Yeah. Other people love to gym. Um, yeah. So you've got to find what works for you and what you enjoy mm. um, and have that new time. Yeah. You know, everyone's going to be different. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, it's been amazing chatting to you. Thank you. Uh -huh. Before we end, though, I must ask. Yes. Would you rather... <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> ...have arms for legs or, le <laughs> or legs for arms? Oh, can't we have both? No, actually, <laughs> I reckon... And why? And why? Okay, I was going to throw my answer. Now I've really <laughs> got to consider my answer here. I'm going to say arms for legs. Okay. I think you could be very, I don't know what, ambidextrous times four. Yeah. I mean, that would be insane. Because you're literally like a monkey. You're running and you'd be like hands. a little monkey. You're just climbing up trees. Very good at climbing trees. I used to climb a lot of trees <laughs> as a kid, but. I think. Imagine uh, if you had feet on your uh, hands on your feet, you'd be great. Very efficient upstairs, maybe even more so. You could yeah. hold like. Three coffees yeah. and walk up the stairs, baby. <laughs> I That'd like to hold amazing. one coffee. That's hard enough sometimes. No, I think there's a lot you could do. I think it'd be a very weird-looking situation. Um, I don't know. You'd have to buy some sort of weird custom socks or something. Yeah. Well, they have those hat, glove feet things oh, now, don't weird. they? <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, you'd have to get your hands, hands on them, literally, somehow. <laughs> Pun intended. Pun intended. So, yeah, that's, that's what I do. <laughs> okay, amazing. Thank, Thank you, Thank you so much, Brian. No worries. Bye.